This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey, welcome to episode three of the Todd Berry Podcast. Today, we're featuring our first non-stand-up comedian, yet still funny, guest, Julianne Smolinski. You may know her as Boobs Radley on Twitter. But she is involved in other projects as well, which you'll hear about now. Thank you for listening in advance. Thank you in advance for listening. That's what I meant to say. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Todd Berry Podcast. Uh... I don't know which episode this is because, you know, I'm going to stack them all up, see how they uh, they uh, come out. You didn't need to hear that. Today, my guest is Julianne Smolinski. Uh, you, may or know, you may know her as Boobs Radley on Twitter, but there's more to her than that. But that is all we're going to talk about. We're not going to focus on anything else she's done or accomplished or will accomplish it's just Twitter, 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 because that's all she wants to talk about. I'm joking. Welcome, Julianne. Hi, Todd. How's it going? Uh, good. Uh, now, I noticed you postponed our interview by an hour. Just wondering what what happened in that hour. Um, the trains were running late today, and I um, planned in advance. I gave myself extra time to um, for the train and tea because I hate being late I really wanted to be punctual, so I asked for an extra hour. I the was, trains are running late? Yes. That is my favorite excuse for people. It's the best, it's the best excuse. People use that one all the time. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the F train was running late. Oh, the F train was running late. What if he got to the F train earlier? Would it be running late? That's exactly. True. No, I'm just, I'm just ripping you That's apart. That's the best part about having moved from um, Ohio to New York because we don't have trains there, so we don't have that excuse. If you're late, you're just late. You can't hide behind anything. Um, that's true. Mm-hmm. You can say traffic, though, right? You can't say traffic. You can't. <laughs> you can say the... Uh, traffic tra- was a bear. What city in Ohio was it? Cleveland. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I like Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland's one of those cities that um, people make fun of, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, it's it's kind of lame, too. Yeah, it's not that good. But I mean... <laughs> it's it's fun so. I just, It's nice of you. What I mean, know. it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Well, no, it's, well, good. it's fun. You that's have, actually uh, when you drive in... Like it's better than you think it's gonna be. That's our yeah. Um, it's not bad. How long yeah. did you live there? Um, I grew up there, and then um, I went to school in New England, and then uh, I lived in LA for a little bit, and then I moved here. And LA is the traffic thing too, I guess. I just basically live wherever I can. Oh, I've already day. forgotten about the hour. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was half 
You told me you were going to be late. So. <laughs> I'm glad. You seem no. to have let it go. Yeah, I let horribly. it go. I yeah. mean, believe me. I'm sorry about that. If I didn't want to let it go, <laughs> it would not be let go. and It would be an hour. It would be an hour talking about the it's, hour. Yeah, that's, that would make a great podcast, actually. Where were you today? Um, oh, you, you have a job. I have, I have several jobs. I Let's hear them. Jobs. Um, I work for the Today Show. Um, I um, got up extra early this morning because um, I recap RuPaul's Drag Race for Logo. Um, and I also had a couple of deadlines. Um, I am writing a, or I finished a little column thing for GQ today. So that was everything I had to get done before. What I did you write for GQ? I wrote, <laughs> they're doing a, a, a penis issue. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, <laughs> they wanted me to write like a do and don't guide to pubic hair. Really? So yeah. My parents are really proud of me. <laughs> they, do they have to know about it? Why don't you just not tell them? What are the chances my your parents? parents, do they read GQ? Oh, I'm, well, um, yeah, my dad's really cool. No, um, I, your dad was like really, he wore skinny ties before yeah, anyone else did. Really did. My dad was really cool. Now, um, the, I try to kind of hide that sort of stuff from them, but the problem is like they're, my siblings are both on Facebook. So, um, or all of them are on Facebook. So if I post something there, if somebody is like, I like this thing you wrote on my wall, then it, it gets back to them and I hear about it at holidays. So they don't Google search, you know? Hopefully not. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. So is this for GQ online or for the magazine proper? This is for the magazine. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Now, what do you do for the Today Show? Um, I work with uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda for the Fourth Hour. The Fourth? That's yes. a four-hour show. It's a four-hour show. I know it feels much longer, but uh, it's, it's four hours. Is it really? Yeah. The Today yeah. Show's four. Yeah, it starts at seven. Like even when I have to wake up that early for uh, whatever to catch a flight, I never, almost never turn on those shows. They, it's uh, on until eleven. <laughs> I mean, like even if you slept in reasonably late. But do you think like I'm going to get up at let's say ten fifteen? No. You think I'm going to like <laughs> run out of bed? So like, let me grab the oh last forty-five God. minutes of the Today Show. Nothing against the Today Show. What happened? What happened with Hoda's weekend? I don't I mean, even know that's... who's Hoda. Hoda Copy. Who is that? I seriously don't she know who that is. She co-hosts the um, the fourth hour of the Today Show. Okay. Lee Gifford. So she gets the breeze in it. No, well, um, I think that they get there probably at like six or seven. In the so you write for them? Yeah. How? Um, what time do you have to get there? Um, I usually don't go in. I usually work remotely, which is really nice. Yeah, it's really great. Um, but occasionally I go in, and then it's fun. But, you know, it's, it's a really cool crowd of people. Um, that's so great. You can work at home. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, it's the only good part about being freelance. Really. What time does like Kathy Lee have to get up two in the morning or something? They get up, she gets really early. She lives in Connecticut. So probably like, like three or 4am. Yeah. That's not, do you yeah. like that job? Of course yeah. you do. No, it's a great job. You're on the Todd Barry podcast. <laughs> You're not going to say you don't like your job. And then no, millions and millions of people hear how you don't like it. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Now I can't keep saying now before every question. Let's get right into that. Okay. People, you're one of those people, I hate to talk about this, but you're one of those people who got a lot of notoriety from being on Twitter, right? Yeah. Probably specifically from Todd Berry retweets. No. No. No, not at all. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I kind of, it was one of those things that you can't really tell which direction it's going from anymore, whether like I'm getting followers because of stuff that I'm writing or whether I'm getting writing jobs because... The followers, but I don't know. It's it's been fun, and I definitely it's definitely helped me get some of my jobs. What was like the uh, was there like a breakthrough? Like did someone retweet? Yeah, um, Ebert actually. Ebert. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, which is super sad. Yeah, and I I actually was like, um, you know, th- this is the first time I 
said that to anybody because when everybody was like telling their Ebert stories, I thought mine was pretty magical. Like Ebert retweeted me once. I got a lot of followers because of it. But So how did he, he just was poking around and found you? I guess. Um, it was like a joke I made about like French New Wave movies. And maybe he just has like a Google alert set up for French New Wave jokes. And did that, that was an exponential sort of launch? Oh yeah, like 3,000 followers. Wow. Like, yeah, like one day. I have an Ebert story I don't think I've ever told out loud. It's not really an Ebert story, but it, well, it is. <laughs> I went to Sundance in uh, mm -hmm. 2000, and I went to a screening of a mm -hmm. documentary. And uh, he walks in like with his pad, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually seeing the movie guy wow. doing his job, That's pretty which cool. is watching a movie. Wow. Yeah, I didn't talk to him. I left him alone. <laughs> didn't tweet That's about nice. this Ebert story. Got Just kind of kept yeah. it to myself. Um, what was the movie? It was a movie... It was something about Vietnam. I would remember it if I looked up Vietnam documentaries. Oh, it was yeah. good, and I don't remember. That's how it I really... would go spend my afternoon anyway. You're at Sundance. What no, why not? There's no. There were no parties. I think it was a daytime screening. There was probably not a lot of parties to go oh, to. Well, it was just before. Well, plus it's a documentary about Vietnam. I feel like there's something sort of weird about like getting wasted in a jacuzzi. Yeah, you don't want to be like yeah. slamming a margarita. <laughs> Or yeah. maybe you do. I don't right know. Now, maybe you need I don't know how you relax. Do you? Um, so that was a big. So that must have been thrilling, right? Yeah, it was really thrilling. Um, I, you know, I was really, really excited about that one. That was pretty cool. Um, and then you know, it just kind of snowballs from there. And you know, I think I joined in two thousand nine, so like four years. Do you remember how many followers you had when before Roger Ebert retweeted you? Oh, probably like a thousand. A thousand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. No, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. a good story. I like that. Thanks, man. Um, do you uh, do you read all people who reply to you? I do. You do? I really do. I mean, it, not if it's like, if it's been a thing to where I haven't been on Twitter for a day, I will like go back super deep, but I will, I will pretty much reply or read, respond to everybody. Or, you do respond to everyone? Well, I mean, it depends. Not, I wonder if that's a, is that a good way to get followers or is that just a good way to, you know, it, I used to be really kind of um, aloof because I thought that there was like a magic in that and like not talking to people. Um, I hope there is because that's the way I. <laughs> that's the way you conduct yourself. I wasn't going to say that's the way I roll, but I almost yeah. said it. I'm glad that, yeah. Um, no, that's. Um, I, I respond to most people, um, especially if it's like a compliment. Um, but I mean, the people that I don't respond to are the typo people or the people who um, just respond with something really banal like they didn't know that it was a joke oh yeah I get that I, I get that all the time I um I did one well I've done this is a lot I did one recently where I said uh that Justin Timberlake and uh Jay-Z are going on a stadium tour and I said it, it's kind of sad that their careers must not be going well if it takes two of them to fill a stadium <laughs> oh my god so people are like what would they're very successful yes yeah, yes, I know that Jay Z and Justin Timberlake are very, are very successful. successful. Yeah, I actually People are know that. Minds. I just, love that. It's just, yeah. it's almost not worth it to do. I mean, sometimes I just get so like shocked, and then you'll click on a profile that says, "I'm really into sarcasm and satire." Yeah, are you? Are you? <laughs> oh, mine are all like burrito enthusiasts. I'm like, thanks for correcting my spelling, burrito enthusiast. But I gotta say, making a spelling error. In a tweet. Well, it's not... It puts me in a bad mood for about four days. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you... Um, this is a question I always ask people. If you have a typographical error in a tweet, do you 
retweet it. I, you know, I used to be like, oh gosh, I, I missed the chance to fix that one. Yeah. And then I realized, who cares, right? No one right? Fix it. Go back and do it. Tweet it again. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, do we delete timeline. the other one though? That's yeah, I delete the other one. Yeah. I mean, I go back and delete old tweets that I don't like. Yeah, so. I do too. I, um, so you're right back to most people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But the thing is about those, those, uh, typo people is that they, I want to kill them, <laughs> but then I'm like, I'm kind of glad you pointed that out. Yeah. But it's just the joy, and it's like the people who do the you, your, like the your, your. Yeah. Like, it's you. Like, you know what? Everyone makes that mistake. Yeah, everybody well. does. You just a little typo. You're not thinking. It's process. if you're on your phone. Or yeah, it's not that. like you don't know the difference. <laughs> but people say so much joy and like, it's your with an apostrophe. I'm so, I'm so smart. Yeah. You're not that you're smart. not at all. What about blocking? Do you block people? Yeah, and I never used to um, because I thought that that was um, – that was even, that was just like a, taking any kind of action at all was a bad thing. But now I have no problem with blocking people at all. Yeah. It's a mixed, uh, it's a mixed bag. Like I, I, some people you just are just so mean that you just like, Oh, I, I because I always tell people when I do my Twitter seminars, I go, yeah. don't block people cause you're engaging <laughs> them on it. It's better that they think you never saw it. Yeah. But then some people are just such assholes that you're They're like, huge assholes. that you just got to, and then you block them. I go, why am I telling people not to block people? I feel great. The thing that I don't understand, and I get this less because I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a big, huge, famous celebrity. But the thing that I don't get is when someone will say something negative, like, you know, didn't like Justin Timberlake's new, and they'll use their name. So right. The actors. Right. It. it just seems like the meanest thing in the whole world to do. And, you know, if they're. I'm sure that certain people don't look at their replies, but even just to include somebody in that, like that's the thing. What I yeah, mean. I mean, Justin, you probably not going to see it, but yeah. someone on a, on a on small, a small, less famous than yeah. just, it's just like, you're just being, but it's so easy to do now that yeah. uh, I it, could just see if you're kind of not a good person. You'd like, <laughs> really why when I do this, he's not going to track me down. This is a weird opportunity to hurt feelings. And then I know. Um, do you ever, have you ever uh, been called out for unfollowing someone? Yes. Um, well, there's that software that tells you if you've been unfollowed. And um, I don't know if you know, um, well, I won't say his name, but I have a friend who's also a Twitter person, and he'll urgently G-chat me when someone has unfollowed him. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like that that's a lot more stress than the actual. Yeah, even I, as, as much as I will sometimes, I get I'm less caught up in like Google searching myself, yeah. but even though I will don't want that unfollow. So yeah, no, I know. I need to, it's like, but like the not knowing is bad. I guess like sometimes like if there's somebody, like, I won't want to click on like Timothy Hutton's Twitter page because I'm like, what if he unfollowed me? I don't want to know about that. that. Was your letting, that was your way of letting us know that Timothy Hutton follows you. Well, I was trying to go with like, a, that was a, a colossal name drop. That was a colossal name drop. That was, but he That's also, right. he's one of those people who follows everybody. Does he? Like, Note hey, to self. <laughs> Hey, uh, Timothy Hutton. Uh, I heard you follow anyone. You follow anyone. I'm sorry, Timothy Hutton. Please don't unfollow me now. Yeah, no, I've done that too, where, yeah. where you go, you kind of nervously click. Yeah. And I've had like, I've had a couple of people, maybe at least one person unfollow me and you're kind of like, oh. Yeah. But then I kind of go, there are times I'm annoying on yeah. it. So, <laughs> I mean, I could see why someone would not want, or maybe I was promoting a tour and I was really, yeah. um, 
hitting. How often? How many times a day do you tweet usually? I try to. You know, some days it'll be nothing yeah. or zero times. <laughs> nothing times. I call those the nothing times. But it'll be like zero times. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes where I'm like maybe ten times. And yeah. sometimes I get on this little like. Sometimes I like to hit one joke for like at five different angles. Yeah. Um, which might be when people unfollow like me. Yeah. But I. I mean, some people. You're not an over tweeter. I notice that, and I you have a high ways. level of quality. Oh, thank you very no, much. No, like you're like okay. I always want to see her tweets. Oh, it's you. some, but some people you're just like, and I won't mention names <laughs> until this mic goes off. But there's some people where you're like, you don't, you don't have to be in my feed yeah. every time I mm-hmm. log on. Yeah, make me miss you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, play games with me because it's just bit. kind of it just comes across as like too needy like yeah a little life or death well I love all of those weird Twitter people but sometimes that's kind of the thing that I can't take with them where it's like five things in rapid succession and it's and also, just too much what is like I didn't know like I read some of that and it's like what is weird about what is weird about yeah that? what's weird about <laughs> no, what, what was so weird about those people um, and I'm not saying they're not funny I just don't know what's seems like if you're defining something as weird, it's, as weird Twitter? it's, it's yeah. not weird anymore. Yeah, it's officially lost its weird luster. Yeah, I don't know. But it's not like me. I'm the real deal. No. I'm really weird. <laughs> but those people all tend to be like really super prolific tweeters where it's like 20 a day. So that's... Yeah, I... Because I, I, I think it's like whenever you have a thought, you just write it down. Because there's people I've unfollowed. Oh, yeah. That's what what? I was going to say, that's what drafts folders are for. You know, you got to save it. Yeah. Parcel it out. There's not a drafts folder on the... Uh, the, um, the desktop no, version, is there? there's not. Just on the phone. I wish there was. You know, the I've found, I got obsessed with trying to find out a way to mute. There used to be this web page called Brizzly, which was oh, yeah. a way of looking at Twitter on your, on your uh, it was desktop client, and you could just mute someone, and they wouldn't unfollow them, and they wouldn't know you. That would be awesome. But then they went under. Yeah. Then there's different, like, Chrome extensions, but they, they're a little unreliable. Yeah, the one that I used no longer works, and now, like, I get to see... I had it set up so I had like lists and I never had to see retweets either because that was kind of a thing. Oh, those, yeah. Which I love retweets. Some people use them very elegantly, like Joe Mandy. Um, I, I tweeted about his retweets I today. I saw that. I saw that. He, he's one of the people who does it really well, so I would hate to miss Joe Mandy doing that. But then there are people who I, you know, I don't follow them and I don't necessarily want them in my feed or, you know, they're like ex girlfriends or something like that. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few people who I think I followed early on just because I thought, I thought, oh, you just say, hey, hi, boom, I'll follow you. Hi, I follow yeah. you. Now they're now I'm sort of, I feel trapped because yeah, I know that they're going to know. And then I just feel, I feel like I almost feel bullied. Yeah. I feel like why, I, why am I, it triggers the, the guilt emotion to me. And I'm like, why can't I? Oh yeah. Same here. I, I have a couple of people like that. Well, especially since, you know, when I first started and people were like, can I get a follow? I'd be like, Sure. Why not? I just made your uh, day, and now you know. I, now I definitely yeah, do I don't do that. Yeah, you meet someone at a restaurant. Oh, he me. Why, I, why would I follow you? I mean, why? Just so you can say I'm following you? Yeah. Um, I had a guy come up to me at an event last week and um, give me his business card, and then um, follow up via email about the business card and ask, you know, maybe if I wouldn't mind checking out his Twitter feed. I'm, like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a Twitter executive where I'm like, right. you got it kid. Like I can't do anything for you. I can do uh, zero. So just some people do like, they yeah. just don't understand. Like, yeah. Hey, I'll give him my card. 
then I didn't hear from her. So I won't assume she doesn't want to talk to me. I'll assume she needs a follow-up. Yeah. A little kick in the butt. So mm-hmm. I'll follow follow-up, make her even more uncomfortable. Wow. Did, did you write back to him? No. Okay. It's like when your parents tell you to, like, follow up after a job interview, something like that, and you're like, I can't. Like, I, I should wait. Like... I'll, I'll send like a, hey, nice to meet you thing, but right. I'm not going to keep following up. That's just sad. I feel like that's kind of <laughs> analogous to that. Yeah. Um, so have you, have you gotten emails from someone saying you unfollowed me or anything? Oh, yeah. Did I already ask that question? Yeah. Well, oh, no. I mean, like, you asked if people called me out. Oh, yeah. I've gotten emails from people. Um, I've gotten, you know, you get crazy emails. And plus, like, Pretty much, like, if you type somebody's name into at Gmail or at Mac.com, it's, you know, you're going to get them pretty much. So I get a lot of weird, weird emails from people who are, who felt like wronged by something I said on Tumblr, which is ridiculous. Oh, you're on Tumblr too. I'm on Tumblr too. My Tumblr's amazing. What is the, what, let's do it. Let's take a break to do a plug for your Tumblr. (laughs) We're not taking a break, but. Awesome. What is it? Is it? It's just boobsradley.tumblr.com. Boobsradley, okay. Yeah, I think actually if you go to just boobsradley.com, it either goes to my website or goes to my Tumblr. Oh, you All know. All which are linked to each other because it's, you know, that's I'm really good at networking. Yeah, I have a Tumblr. I have a Facebook fan page with exponentially fewer followers. than. <laughs> but someone told me that Facebook is actually a better place to promote stuff. Is that have you heard that? I think that it depends. I have, um, I have like, a personal page, and then I have um, a page that... One of the interns, I write for um, XOJ.com too, and one of the interns there set up a page for me um, and was kind of like doing it in my voice for a little while, which I didn't know about. And now I think it's, no, it's fine. She's adorable. It's really cute. But um, she was writing in your, as if it was you? Well, like, hey, like, come to this thing that I'm doing on Saturday. Or oh, like, I would be a, mortified. Well, yeah, except, I mean, there, there wasn't really anything bad, but I don't think that anybody, there were like 36 likes on that page. And it's just uh-huh. kind of weird. Um, so I don't, I don't find that Facebook is a huge promotional tool for me because I tried my page is just for friends um, or for like people who have 56 mutual friends with me and then request me because then it's just like weird if I say no. I just feel like I always feel like there's uh, people don't see every tweet and Uh every uh, Facebook. So if I'm especially if I'm promoting like a tour date more permanent. No, I just try to hit all angles because maybe you didn't see that tweet. (laughs) Perhaps you'll see it on my Facebook fan page, or you'll be one of the lucky ones who sees it on that, on that and my point. Facebook fan page, and my Facebook personal page, and my Tumblr, and then you'll not want to ever see me because you're so <laughs> annoyed sense. by me. If I have like a like a reading or something that I'm doing in New York, I'll do that on Tumblr because I'm like, oh, these are it's mostly New York people. That's where to do kind of my local things. But if it's a if I want someone to read something, then definitely I'll go with Twitter because that's right. I feel like I have the biggest amplification. Yeah. That's that. I used to, when I was promoting tour dates, write, please retweet, and that, which I think helps. Yeah. But then I stopped doing it. I felt like, I don't know, it seemed not cool to say please retweet. Yeah. But I might. What's the coolest to me is selling tickets. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely the coolest thing. So I think I win if I sell tickets. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned Timothy Hutton, yes. celebrity follower. Yes. Who else do you have? Who are my other celebrity followers? Let's, yeah. Um, if you want to well, pretend you don't know, you can. No, I It's do. too late for that. Um, I mean, there are like a, there are a bunch. I mean, kind of, um, kind of a lot of the, the main ones that you would want to follow you follow me. Really? Yeah, kind of. I mean, um, what's his face? Ashton Kutcher used to, but I don't know if he does anymore because he quit Twitter when he got divorced. 
Oh, he did? Yeah, and then he came back on, and I don't know. That's weird, because he, he used to be, like, the king of, Twitter. like, celebrity Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Twitters. And then he kind of went away for yeah. a while. Um, I don't know. There are, like, a couple of cool people who follow me. Um, you know, I don't want to say, because <laughs> then I sound like a huge weirdo. That's why Timothy Hutton is the perfect name drop, because he has no idea that he follows me, I'm sure. Oh, you think so? Yes. You know who follows me, which I, is one of those, is Nancy Sinatra. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like someone says Nancy Sinatra, and I thought, wow, that's hilarious. That's and then I clicked, and it was like 30, she follows 33,000 people. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, so she hired that happened to me uh, on uh, an 18 year old yeah on Saturday night I go was, on a rampage of exactly, following people exactly I was at a party and I got like a little notification that was like Sam Neal is now following you and I was like holy shit this is a oops sorry can we swear on your podcast yeah you can say shit shit awesome okay um so that I got really excited and then of course when I went home he's not only probably follows more people than follow him he's got like a winery so I think his twitter account is mostly to promote his vineyard I forgot who Sam Neal is He's um, Dr. Grant in uh, Dress Park. He was in the Omen films. Well, the oh, later Omen films. I don't feel bad that I don't know who that is. Sam Neill? It's kind of I weird. probably do know who he is. No, I don't mean that in the, a like... Um, I think A Cry in the Dark, the I just, Baby at Dingo Ate Your Baby, that movie. <laughs> he's a very popular... <laughs> no, I'm sure actor. he's very successful. I'm sure yeah. he's very successful. I'm not... But now you don't feel... The lid on him, I'm just like, well, maybe I don't remember everyone in Jurassic Park. Oh. I was forgiving myself, yet still showing respect for, for Sam Neill. <laughs> I probably, I think I do know who Sam Neill is. Yeah, he's great. Um, hmm. I noticed you... F- now, I noticed you follow a lot of people. Well, that's... Okay, like that's 3,700 people or something. I follow 3,700 people because... A lot of it, um, when I started out, you know, I was like, what a great source for news. So I'll follow, you know, websites that I like. Um, Or, you know, just a lot of times I really have no idea why I followed somebody. Just kind of, if you think about the rate, if I've been on Twitter for four years, four years now, um, like the rate at which you follow people, I really try not to unfollow people um, ever. So I've got things like, you know, I'll follow New York Magazine or, you know, a, a band that I liked or something. I think they should do some, like, a tiered following. Like, you know, we're like, I'll follow this person, but I don't kind of care. I have a, a list of, um, it's actually only probably, like, 300 people. See, I started making lists, but yeah. I just was like, oh, this is just, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's the way that I can keep up with it. So you just click on your A-plus list? Yes, my A, it's actually What's called, it called? It's, no. What is it called? <laughs> it's, um, I think it's something, like, just, I called it like private or something right. like that because it's a private, you know, it's a private list. I don't want people to know who my VIPs are. Now, I think my first discovery of you, mm-hmm. I don't, I had this memory. I don't know, remember the order, but I remember reading like a New York magazine article about either dog, people bring kids to bars. Oh yeah. Is that possible? Yes. Somehow yeah. either I read the article first and I was like, I know that name. I looked something up and realized you were following me. Yeah. I don't know. And I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Cause it was a, you had a funny quote, which I don't remember. Um, there, it's been a long time ago. I've been reading a lot of quotes. That was a really, I actually just um, published a, a piece about that today about how, um, at one of my first jobs, we did all these like stupid internet videos and one of them that got really popular because it was posted on a bunch of parenting sites and then CNN picked it up was a video of me talking about how I don't like to hold kids. So then I got that job about babies in bars because I became this like go-to child hater on the internet when I, I don't hate children. Was that the article I saw? 
Because yeah, this was like three years ago. Yeah, this was like three years ago. Okay. This was a long time ago, but they asked me to write that piece. And it was, I wasn't going to turn it down because, you know, it was work. But then, you know, you get assigned something. And basically, they tell you to write about how much you hate babies in bars. Just fine. Well, I think baby, you shouldn't bring a baby to a bar. You shouldn't bring a baby to a bar. Really People shouldn't. bring, there's this whole sort of uh, rock parent <laughs> kind of person yeah. that I fucking hate. Yeah, me too. They bring them to like... I do, you know, occasional outdoor music festival, and yeah. you see these people, like, dragging the kid around who's putting them right next to the speakers, yeah. and it's like the kids... I've seen kids, like, holding their ears. Yeah. Which and you're terrible. like, you're act, you're, you know why your kid's holding his ears, right? Because <laughs> he's, he's in physical pain, because his band plays extremely loud, and he's a little kid, and he probably doesn't even like this band, and you're actually injuring... You're yeah, actually seen, injuring your kid. I've seen cool dads at concerts before, and that's that's, like, the one kind of bad taking your kids to things and then like you know if you're in a horror movie and there's like a two-year-old that's always the worst feeling because you know that kid is just going to be scarred for life uh, i don't even care about the, i mean i do care about the kid but i care more about <laughs> the more uh, about your personal comfort but I just, no i do i mean that's it's never the kid's fault that, yeah, no. that the father brought him to a poetry reading or yeah, something that's terrible. it's uh you can't get mad for like why are you acting like a baby when you are a baby but the people who oh, God, oh don't get me started. No. My and parents, then, uh, my parents took me to a Weird Al concert when I was four, though. So but that's, that's more of a kid friendly. <laughs> I mean, that's a little super kid. That's more all ages. Yeah, I mean, it's it not was. necessarily for kids, but it's an all agesy vibe. Um, do we want to talk about this Rihanna plane? I feel like you must have talked about that. Well, yeah. All right. Um, if there's anything you want to know, anything that wasn't. I'd, yeah. the, my, the, the research, I know you a little off, yeah. off, off podcast, I know mm-hmm. you, but I did watch it, not one, but two part interview you did <laughs> for a live talk show at a, uh, at an improv theater. Oh, oh really? So if there's any crossover questions, I don't oh, want to. Oh, jeez. I don't um, even know what that was. That it was, was uh, what was it? It was at the pit. I, I've done the show too. Nice okay, guys. Um, around. I forgot what it's called. Oh, um, Running Late? You're Running Late? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fun show. Yeah, it is. Um, is that the one where he does it with his dad? Yeah, his dad. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, his dad one. wasn't there my week, so his aunt and uncle sat in, which wow. was cool, too. That was a lot of fun. Hey, enough about that guy, though. Yeah, no, that, that's so, a different podcast. So you went on the Sriana plane, which was, if I'm correct, a promotional thing for her where she just did a tour mm-hmm. and brought 100 reporters on a plane with her, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. It just was. I mean, you can't you can't really wrangle that many people, and you know your entourage. And she's not the most punctual person. Like, if she needed an extra hour, she wouldn't tell you. She would just take it, basically. So yeah. she wouldn't she wouldn't text ahead of time. Like I'm running late. Like, like <laughs> she didn't text you. No. So didn't. you're saying you don't have Rihanna's? <laughs> no, I don't have her. cell number. I don't. I don't. Um, sadly enough, but no. It just it got kind of crazy, and it. My sister uh, kind of made fun of me a lot and was like, Oh, I had to be on an airplane with a celebrity and go to Paris and I feel terrible for you. But there is a weird thing when you're on a plane for more than three days, more than two days. Well, when you have, I guess if you're on a plane and Rihanna's in charge of when you take off or not, <laughs> yes, there's a big Captain difference, Rihanna. you know, like you yeah. fly British airways or air France. Yeah. I don't have to name all these airlines, but KLM. <laughs> they're going to probably leave. Yeah on time unless there's a problem yeah but if rihanna gets to call the shots and she's just then it's just shopping or something yeah or calling chris brown to, to yeah have a great conversation with him yeah did he did he show up at all no he didn't 
Um, I mean, not that we knew of. Did you want to take her aside and go to her own? Come on. That's what everybody said. I know. Is that, everyone, like, is that a question? Then? Well, it's a hack question the, I asked you. No, no, no. Just that was kind of the discussion among the journalists that, you know, should somebody have an intervention? Should we try to save her while we're here? Oh, you know, she seems like she needs saving. So at, at first, though, it seemed like a fun thing where she was like, mm-hmm. I'm making you shots. And I'm dr- yeah, because I saw pictures where she was passing drinks around mm-hmm. or. Was that just a photo op, or was she... No, that was literally, like, the one time that we saw her, aside from the shows. Um, and uh, she that was kind of, like, when she came back. She came back at the very, very end, but um, there was a documentary that they were making, which is actually going to air soon, um, which I'm terrified to see, um, because, you know, they were, like, taping us sleeping and things like yeah. that. Which is... Um, I mean, I, I look amazing when I sleep, obviously. You do, I bet. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, it was it was just kind of a weird uh, all around experience, uh, but it was fun. I, I actually, you know, if I if I somebody asked me if I would do it again, I would because I found out that they have amazing breakfast in Sweden, and now I know that that's like I've toured Sweden. Like, have um, you? Yeah, you could just buy a ticket to Sweden, you know, and just that's true. <laughs> eat a breakfast and eat it when you want. Without, I could, but I wouldn't know how amazing the breakfast is. Without, there. That's the first time I've ever been to uh, to Sweden. What cities did you go to? Um, we started Los Angeles, Mexico City, uh, Paris, wow. Stockholm, Berlin, um, London, and then New York was the last city. How did you get chosen for this? Um, I'm a well-respected journalist. Oh, I know that. No, I know. Um, I really think that it was just, uh, I have a lot of Twitter followers. I don't know. This website called PopDust just randomly contacted me and asked if I wanted to go for them. So, that's great. Yeah. that's um, It used to be um, Craig Marks who wrote that I Want My MTV book. So, yeah. and I tangentially friends with Rob Tannenbaum. Like I know Rob Tannenbaum. Alive. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love Rob. Okay. He's just, we, we neg each other on Facebook. Oh, okay. Cause you don't yeah. seem like someone who would openly trash someone. Oh people. no. No, I know Rob. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's um, I love him. Do you, uh, how are the, how are the hotels? The hotels? Well, that was kind of the funny thing. Um, the hotels are pretty nice. They didn't make you share rooms, did they? No. Okay. No, that was great. And actually, my hotel room in London was amazing. And that's was... something you don't hear very often. My hotel room in London was amazing. <laughs> are there? Are is London known for shitty hotels? You know what it is. So let me just clarify it to all my UK fans. Uh-huh. It's just that everything like their three star hotel, you might oh. consider a two star hotel there. Oh. Like I've been there. Like even within the past six years and you go to a little hotel, like a quaint hotel and you're mm. like, Oh, what's the login for the internet? Oh, we don't have internet. Yeah. You don't have internet. That's happened. Many so times I think, I but then I've stayed at really nice hotels. Yeah. I love London. It's one of my favorite cities. Oh, by the way. Great. Can't wait to come back. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, so your hotel was amazing. Yeah. My hotel was really nice. What was the name of it? Was it the Charlotte street hotel? Um, no, but I was just there. Oddly enough. I was in London like two weeks ago. I just remember that was a night. I was like, Oh, that's, I would like to say. Yeah. That place is really nice. Um, I, into the Teen Street Hotel, which is nice. The Soho Hotel is nice. Um, oh, but the one that we stayed for the round claim was, uh, I'm going to say it wrong. It was Gro- Grosvenor Square. Okay. Was Grosvenor I've Square heard of that. That's like an old school hotel, right? It is. And the tub was like the biggest bathtub I've ever seen in my entire life. It's horrifying. I mean, like in a great way. Right. But, um, so we all, and that was like the very, very end of the tour. And we ended up getting the hotel room, I think, from about 3 p.m. to 3 a.m., so we had that time to just kind of kick it. Oh, so you were in each city for just a night? Yeah. Oh, that's Sometimes less than that. Sometimes we just slept on the plane. And I was in the row that didn't recline. So if we had to sleep on the plane. So you had the same assigned seat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used my photographer as a pillow, basically. It was really... Wow. Yeah. 
That's weird that they assigned you a seat, or did you pick a seat? They, oh, they assigned us seats. And was it a full flight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did they, they say, this is going to be a full flight, they, so everyone, please. <laughs> I wish they had done that. And there were flight attendants? And, yeah, the flight and, attendants were amazing. Was um, it a private jet, or was it like a British Airways? It was, Delta. It was um, Delta. a 777. And it was the flight attendants, the staff, were the most patient, amazing, wonderful. So, yeah. The flight crew. Was it Delta incredible. flight crew? or mm-hmm. yeah. Who sat, like, in first class and business class? Um... The like her entourage, they were on kind of the. And she was on the plane. Mm -hmm. She was on the plane. But you couldn't walk up to her seat or anything. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to. But there's like eighty guys who are like, uh, well, Rihanna does not want to see. Well, I don't. I think that we all were. It's a bunch of journalists, so we're all like nerds, and I think we all are kind of conscious of the fact that she wanted to sleep and stuff as much as we did. I think you technically could have gone up to her, but right. Why would Why would you bother? Yeah. Did you get? Did you actually meet her? No. So you didn't meet her. No. I mean, she yeah. came by and, and poured champagne and some kind of cognac, and that was kind of. Better. And there were how many journalists? I think there were. I think it was a hundred, hundred, and fifty, maybe. Because that sounds. I mean, that sounds tiring. Even if she <laughs> wasn't like just well, no, journalists. just like well, that. Yeah. And then uh, just nine cities in nine days, even on a private jet. Would yeah. Be, I mean, sure, it's doesn't. Exhausting. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So all you people at home who work like. <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> we know, we work sixty like hours a week. No, I know. I, I was. I felt bad. That saying yeah. how tiring. But it would be just. It's like great job. I'm really glad I got it. But it yeah. it's tiring. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know what it's like to be in show business. It's not as romantic yeah. as you think. Um. So was there any other any other? Um, you went. To, well, let me let me ask you this. Sure. You went to Bennington College, right? I did go to Bennington. Wasn't College. that the at some point, the most expensive school? There it was some. Was. It was. That was um, back in the days when Freddie Stanellis and Donna Tart were there, and it was kind of that kind of height of 80s. Uh, Did he teach there, Brad? No, no, no. He just went there. He went there? Yeah. Um, actually, the Rules of Attraction is, takes place at Bennington. And was Bennington, it, it wasn't a woman's school, was it? It was up until, I think, like the 60s. Yeah. So, but it's really small. It's um, When I was there, I think it was 500 kids. So, yeah. Really? Yeah, really, really tiny. And you majored in English? Um, yeah, for or, sure. do, or was it one of those no major? Um, it was kind of one of those no majors, but I started out studying science, and then I went to um, English and kind of literature, that sort of thing, because I'm actually crap at science, who knew? What a... Uh, hmm. So it was a good school, though? Yeah, I liked it. I had a great time there. I had some really amazing professors, um, and it was, you know... It was fun to go to school in the mountains where there's literally nothing to do at all. I actually, years ago, went on a vacation to Bennington, Vermont. Really? For some reason, it was just my parents used to pick. That was like a Barry vacation where they would just pick a city and you're like, uh-huh. Any history buffs? I don't know how they picked it. Okay. Because there's some some, um, Revolutionary War that's like Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys. There's a Battle of Bennington. Oh, we went to visit the Green Mountain Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how long ago this vacation was. Um, did you ever think of getting a master's degree? No. I actually am not a great student. No, I'm a t- uh, I was a terrible student. Yeah. It was for somebody whose job is basically like homework now, like I like write essays for a living, basically. I hated doing that in school. Is that your goal? I hate to ask people their goals. My Such goal? a no, that's not because that's the worst question. You know? No, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to edit this, but if someone wants to edit that up, but I mean, it's it. I hate. What do you really want to do? What it's do you so really want to like, do? I get that question I hate all the that time. Sh- 
Oh, no, I get I that too. It's like, what do you really want to do? Yeah, you're you like, get, I'm doing it. Yeah, you're like, I guess the show I just did for 500 people. Was, yeah, that was pretty. Do awesome. you have a better job I could do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that there's like a weird expectation that either you're you've got like a strange dream job, like I want to move to the country and make cheese, like that. Kind of, I don't know if that's a thing. Look, look it's on my list thing. of questions. Is it really? Look at the last question. Dream job. <laughs> it oh says dream God. job. Dream job. Um, but. What are some other things you'd like? You like being a journalist? I love being a journalist. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm working on some book stuff, obviously. Um, I would love to do some other kinds of writing, you know. Like, would you like to write a script or something? I, I have written a script. Oh. Little scripts. A uh, screenplay? Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you, sh- you, have you showed them to people? Pilot. Yeah, I have. Yeah. How's it? Anything? Well, yeah. Anything we could talk about? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. There, there's nothing um, that like I that I can be like. Oh, this is coming up. But I've got stuff in the works, which is exciting. Going out to um, to LA next week, so that should be good. What's going on there? You want? You can't talk about. Um, I'm um, visiting some friends and just going to go on some meetings. Mm-hmm. I need to know where those meetings are. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I'll 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 tell you when we're off when we're off the public radio. So would you like to, so you, you just a, a career in writing. Do you want to be yeah. on camera? No, no, that's actually, that's the funniest thing that, um, I have been on, um, the today show. Um, and I've done some, I get asked to do like sketch video stuff a lot. And I don't know. I really am not comfortable on camera at all. And I'm, I'm, Hey, I saw you on that, uh, that YouTube improv theater talk show. You seem fine. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's, um, that was all a ruse. No, I, I feel really, really weird being on camera. Um, and I actually, um, randomly got contacted by this casting agent to go in and read for a sitcom. Um, and it was the weirdest experience of my entire life because I'm just, I'm not an actor and I've never been. And, um, I don't know. It was very, very strange. Did, um, do you get, I imagine being out there, like on Twitter, mm-hmm. and also being accessible, mm-hmm. having probably easy to contact. Very easy to contact. Um, do you must get just terrible? Crazy. You, do you get like, will you write my? Will you write a speech because I want to ask my wife to marry me or something like that? Oh my god, I've never I, gotten that. <laughs> That'd I be amazing. Know. I mean, do you ever get stuff that's just like, are you serious? Like, do you get offers that you turn down? Oh yeah. Oh, completely. Um, I've gotten a bunch of people who are like paid to tweet services. Um, and then just kind of a couple of, I, I love to write and I am doing what I love and it's fantastic, but I have gotten a couple of, Hey, I've got this cool opportunity for you to write for my website. And it's like, you know, that this is, this is my job, but thank you. Oh yeah. That, that's a huge joy of mine is the the three paragraph proposition that doesn't Mm -hmm. mention money at all. Yeah. You just got to write back, hey, this sounds great. What does it pay? Yeah. And then they write back, hey, hi, you, hey, hey, hey. Well, I, we're, you know, we're starting. Mean, yeah, bye. Yeah. Or it's great exposure for you. Well, the exposure is the classic. Yeah, exposure is incredible. It's a classic way that I rip people off. <laughs> My 10 team writing staff made up of all Harvard. The, the only question that I get a lot that I really, um, now I, it's terrible, but I have kind of like a stock email that I use when people are like, Hey, like, how do I do what you're doing? Um, like I either like 
want to get a bunch of Twitter followers, which I, I cannot tell you how to do that. I have zero idea. Um, or like, how do I like be a sex writer or something like that? And I just, there's no, it's one of those jobs where there's not like a trajectory that you can go on. And so that's. Yeah. Some people, it's the same with comedy where you kind of just want to go, you kind of just got to do it. And they don't, sometimes they want to, they'll be accepting of that, but sometimes they're like, no, you're supposed to like give them some little answer. Like, yeah. Here's what you do. Which my friend was like, just tell them, be talented. Because like, oh yeah, I'm going to be that guy who emails somebody back. Just be talented. You just got to find a lengthy way to just say, just, just write. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to go, just write as much as possible, but but you got to fluff it up. But basically just be saying, just write. Yeah. Um, Do you get people asking you like, hey, I got a web series where you... Yes. How do you deal with that? Because I get that sometimes and I... Yeah. Almost always, unless it's like a good friend, yeah. a book or something. Mm-hmm. But if it's like I've met you once and you're like, hey, can you uh, help us out? Really could use your help. I'm sorry. That's the most awkward thing. It's, because it's I, just wrong to ask someone that. I don't want to. I feel like I'm coming off like a huge asshole no, on no, podcast. No. But um, I'm really nice. I swear to God. You are nice. Oh, thank you. Um, I think that if, if it's somebody who's a good friend, I'm happy to promote somebody's book or somebody's show, anything like that, once a day. Once a day, because otherwise people will hate you. I mean... I don't even think one. I think that's too much. Once, once a day. I mean, just like one time. Oh, then. no, that's what I mean. Yeah, one yeah. time. If, if, but not like, I, I wouldn't say like, hey, Todd Barry's got a show coming up. And then like, hey, this other person does this thing that you should check out because people right. be irritated and ignore you. But And then if it's somebody who I have no idea who they are and they're like, hey, can I get an RT for this Kickstarter project I'm working on? No, because I have no idea who you are. The worst ones are the people that you know you've met once or twice or you have a mutual friend, so saying no or ignoring them would be bad, but also you just don't care enough about them or their It's their just products. like I don't like it's not Craigslist, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hey, you got all these followers, why don't I uh, Yeah. This could really help me out. I, yeah. No one helped me out. You have to go No one helped me out, man. <laughs> I'm still struggling. So if you want me to retweet something of yours, you must first befriend me and hang out with me many times. and then You'll plug this appearance, though, right? Yeah, totally. Totally. Which I'm going to cut down to four minutes. Just the, <laughs> just that part where you were embarrassed, where you thought came across me. Yes. Gonna, I'm going to really, edit that so deftly. Yeah, deftly that it just really makes you look even meaner. Make it a total hatchet job. Just do it this to is, bring up this the is a, This is a classic smear campaign. <laughs> Ponzi. It's a Ponzi scheme also. I know. I know it's not a Ponzi scheme. Do you watch American Greed? That's the greatest show. Mm-mm. You don't watch American Greed? No. What is it? It's all about just white collar criminals and Ponzi schemes. It's Where's great. I think it's A and E. No, that's. Do you have amazing. cable? Yeah, I have cable. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. American mm-hmm. Greed. Yeah, fancy. Uh, Julianne, I think uh, I like. To, I you know my goal with this podcast is to not want to have one of these like why are they talking for six hours podcast. <laughs> I don't know if there's any six-hour podcast, but um, I've enjoyed this. I think I've asked all the pertinent questions. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I had good questions, but it seems to have flown. I think you nailed it. Flowed and flown. Do you? Is there anything you want to mention? Uh, no, I'm like, not. I have no. Pro- I'm not working on anything of interest. Uh, just you know, if you want to, um, you can visit my Twitter and follow. Boobs Radley, which Bradley. this is funny. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll close with this that I. A smart. I have an English degree, and it, after, I think I looked at your 
cipher like three years before I made the connection between Boo Radley and Boobs Radley. That's, I can't believe you're still admitting that. That's really... Well, it makes me seem like self-deprecating. Yeah, it does. When it, I'm not. I'm, it makes you more accessible, I think. makes me seem really approachable. It does. Uh, thanks a lot, Julia. Awesome. Thanks so much, Todd. Thanks for listening to the Todd Barry Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Todd Barry. ToddBerry.com. I have some tour dates coming up. May 26th, I'll be at the Green Mountain Comedy Festival in Burlington, Vermont. July 11th through 14th, I'll be in New York City at Caroline's. You can save $10 with code TODDB for the Thursday and the Sunday shows. Substantial savings. And check my website for other shows that will be added. Also, go to feralaudio.com for this podcast and lots of other good podcasts. And you can donate to the podcasts and listen to them. Chelsea Peretti's got a good one. Steve Agee has one that I haven't listened to yet, but I bet it's good. Anyway, Duncan Trussell, yeah. Him. He's got one. There's a bunch of other people. Feralaudio.com. Thank you. Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.